Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm quoting from Global News. Appearing on Zoom from inside one of his two lawyers' Toronto homes, Cameron Gardner listened closely as Madam Justice Michelle First told the 59-year-old Collingwood man that after reassessing the case against Gardner and the reasonable prospect of conviction, both charges on the indictment were being withdrawn at the request of the Crown. A minute later, the father of two emerged from the house, declared his freedom, wiping away tears and hugging his lawyers. Quote, I have the greatest lawyers. They worked hard for me. <clears throat> Pardon me. And the outcome is I'm free. I'm relieved. It was a long road, said Gardner. On January 22, 2019, just after midnight, three masked men forced their way into Gardner's townhouse, where he was watching a movie with his girlfriend. One was carrying a sawed-off shotgun. Uh, Mr. Elliot Wilstrick is uh, one of the lawyers for Mr. Gardner, and he joins us on the program. We were trying to contact uh, the other lawyer, but we're not able to get through. Uh, Elliot, thank you very much for the time. So could you pick up for us, please, where I just left off? What were the circumstances the night of the, do we call it a home invasion? It was a home invasion, Roy. Uh, Essentially, um, these three men had heard that Mr. Gardner's son was a marijuana dealer. My understanding was that uh, it was well known throughout uh, Collingwood. And it's likely that one of the men who was facing sentencing the next day in Montreal was looking to make a quick buck. And they decided to uh, commit this home invasion on Cameron Gardner's house. Um, essentially, he was at home with his girlfriend at the time. They were watching a movie, and uh, he heard the doors starting to get broken down. Uh, he tried to hold it back. Um, he threatened that he had a bat, and unbeknownst to him, um, there were three masked men behind that door who got through uh, with their own shotgun. To his horror, one of them had a clown mask, uh, the other had a balaclava, and the other was just simply masked. And for a fairly lengthy period of time, um, they ransacked the home while they held Mr. Gardner and his girlfriend uh, at gunpoint. They tied them up. Mr. Gardner managed to loosen his zip ties, and his son, who had been watching um, remotely on video camera, decided to come and assist his father. Um, and when he burst in, uh, he knocked one of the men down. And we're unclear as to the exact details, but uh, Cameron managed to get the gun, um, and he killed two of them. Um, the third one managed to get away, and uh, it went from there. So as I read um, the story, Elliot, Mr. Cameron thought that he would be perhaps uh, congratulated by the police, uh, and and instead uh, the police and the Crown laid charges, two second-degree murder charges. Talk to us about that, and how did it get moved from second-degree murder to a charge to manslaughter? Yeah, well, certainly when he was arrested, he had no idea, first of all, he was going to be arrested. The police came, and he showed them where the bodies were, and uh, he was rather shocked when they said he was being arrested for second-degree murder. Um, he was also very confused while he was in custody, as I'm sure anyone can imagine that uh, the trauma of having gone through that um, would make one not necessarily of sound mind. So he was very traumatized throughout this entire uh, situation. But um, part of the legal process is that we were able to run a preliminary hearing. Uh, that's where we test the evidence and get to hear the evidence. And after um, hearing the evidence, uh, both Rob McDonald uh, and myself decided to contest committal, um, meaning that the Crown didn't have enough to get second degree. And fortunately, uh, we put together a very strong argument. 
and uh, Rob actually was the one who presented it to the judge, and the judge agreed and lowered it to manslaughter. Um, the test at the preliminary hearing is rather, um, it's about as thick as a fingernail, so it does a jury, or could a jury properly instruct on the evidence make a finding of guilt? And certainly they could. Um, does that mean they will? No, but uh, we're very fortunate at least to have a very um, open-minded judge who uh, listened to our you know, very good arguments and, and lowered it. What was the fundamental of your argument? Self-defense right from the start. Uh, the moment I met Cameron, a lot of clients uh, will present stories to their lawyers that uh, paint them in a very sympathetic light. And uh, I remember hearing a story on the phone. Uh, I immediately went up to Central North uh, Correctional Center to meet him. And when I heard his story, um, I knew he actually was the real deal. Uh, he had just done nothing but defend himself. And uh, that was always going to be our argument. Um, the details of what happened in there um, we felt were important. But uh, I think where sort of the disconnect happened is um, the police couldn't figure out. He's, if you see Mr. Gardner, he's a very skinny guy. And uh, the two men that uh, he had fought with, one of them, was a stunt man. Um, he had been a prize fighter, and the other was a sizable uh, means as well. And so I think some people got confused along the way as to how this happened. But our argument was always, it doesn't matter. Uh, when you have a home invasion, you get to defend yourself. So if I understand this correctly, uh, Mr. Gardner was held in pre-trial custody for a lengthy period of time, eight months? He was. Normally when you're charged with charges of this magnitude, it's extremely difficult to get bail. Um, he did not have uh, strong surety, as they say. And I know there's been a lot of press about bail being a revolving door for certain people. Um, Mr. Gardner found that uh, that revolving door for innocent people um, was essentially wired shut. So it took a while. Um, we had to do bail properly. Um, it took a while to get the disclosure. But his major disadvantage was he didn't have anyone who would come forward. Eventually, he had two close friends who came forward and were willing to accommodate him. But uh, it was an extremely difficult process. Is this over now, Elliot? Uh, it's over legally. Um, I don't know if it's over for Mr. Gardner. Uh, he lost absolutely everything he had uh, to the point where his teeth and glasses um, were in that place and he wasn't able to collect anything. So it's over legally. Um, he's fortunate to have had the charges withdrawn. He no longer has the prospect of having perhaps a, you know, some weird jury in an alternate universe convict him. Um, but we can never obviously guarantee him success. But uh, it is, in terms of the criminal charges, over. Do you feel, given what took place and the defense you put forward and the fact that the Crown uh, determined there was no reasonable chance of conviction, do you believe that Canada needs a, a castle doctrine or something similar where you have the right to defend your home, even to the, uh, to the extent that you're taking a home invader's life? The difficulty is that we do. Um, Section 34 of the Criminal Code is where self-defense is found, and there's a test that you need to go through, but I won't bore your listeners with that. Essentially, it's did you repel the force with a re, uh, you know as much as possible in terms of um, retaliating. So, for example, if you punch me in the face and I shoot you, that's not quite right, but if you uh, threaten to shoot me and I shoot you back, well, then you're getting into a proportional uh, retaliation. The difficulty is... Um, the law is a human process. Um, people uh, can administer the law differently. And there were some questions, um, I think, based on what he had said immediately after he was arrested and just the fact that uh, 
they couldn't understand how such a skinny guy had overcome this, but uh, the bottom line is that he did, and uh, I think that was demonstrated. Well, justice was a very slow process, um, very painful for him. At the very least, justice was done in this case. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.